Welcome to Nerds, Geeks in the Kitchen Sink, the podcast about comics, games, sci-fi, horror. I emphasize horror today. Horror. Pop culture, music, movies, and a few surprises. The list is so long. I know, isn't it? I'm your host, Chris. I'm your other host, DK. Hi, or Dustin, or Kreft, or whatever. Those are all my names. Yeah, we won't say what your wife calls you. Whatever, and... whatever you're comfortable with. <laughs> and this is our podcast. Yes, we have an amazing guest today. Speaking of yes. the horror stuff. Oh man, I'm very excited. This has been a long time in the making. This is, I'm so ready for this. Uh, we have Melissa from HorrorGeekLife.com. Yes, and don't, don't, uh, you know, don't prop me up too much here because <laughs> I hate to let anybody down. Oh no, you done been propped. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> the pressure. <laughs> no, you have an awesome website that we've talked about before. It's not just a site though. There's a, you know, there's the Twitter and there's the, the Facebook group is huge. It's, it's amazing. And it's such a cool group. And what I love about it, not to just go into this, but what I love about it is it's like just all the stuff I love. It's got horror. It's got the nerdy stuff. Like it's, it's a lot of the stuff that we love. So yeah. it's, it's the perfect thing for, for us to uh, just, just love. And, well, we and a lot of the stuff that we talk about when we talk about horror. Mm-hmm. So and I appreciate that. You know, I, I wrote for um, Strictly Horror Publications for many years. I wrote for several. And I loved doing that. And it really, you know, got my feet in there. It got my feet wet. And it really kind of um, opened up a lot of doors because I made a lot of contacts. But yeah. as much as I love horror, and that's what I'm really kind of grounded in, I'm also a huge comic collector. I'm also a gamer. I've been a gamer since I was eight. Um, you know, I have like every system almost, (laughs) but, uh, and so I really wanted to write about these other things. And when I started looking for sites that would allow me to do that, I would have to go into, you know, just general entertainment sites that also talk about drama and comedy and those things are great, but they're just not what I wanted. And so I started my own and I thought people are either going to love this or they're going to hate it. (laughs) And I'm just going to do it by myself. I don't know. That's amazing. That is yeah, amazing. Thank you. Uh, so, so you, you love the horror. We love the horror. But I want to ask you. I mean, what what was it for you that did that did the, like press the horror button? Like, did someone show you a movie, or you just like saw it on TV, or like what what was it? Yeah, you know, whenever I was around eight, so my older brother, he is um, six years older than me, so he was always you know, I was always around things that were kind of too old for me because, you know, our house was a very typical 80s house where everything was just on. Like my parents, you know, they they didn't care um, for the most part. But I went to bed one night and I knew that my older brother was, he had a few friends over and they were going to watch a scary movie that they got from the video store. And of course, me being completely curious, I actually crawled on my hands and knees um, throughout the entire house. And then I put myself underneath the end table and I propped myself up and I watched it and they watched Pet Cemetery. Oh my God. Oh, wow. Dear God. <laughs> I, I have never been more horrified. I mean, between Zelda, of course. She's the worst. Oh my yes. God. I mean, still to this day, I cannot watch this movie with the lights off. She's I rough. can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then also, you know, what really got me as a kid was uh, the guy on fire when they, oh, they yeah. had the flashback when he's uh-huh. running around on fire. So I have a fear of fire now and I blame it on that movie. <laughs> I have a friend who has a, f- a fear of fire, but because of the exorcist. 
Yeah, which is strange, I mean, yeah. but it's oh. just like for one moment, her like candle explodes. It's that, weird, right? That scared him so bad that it was like fire. I can no longer trust you. Yeah, I'm. I cannot light a lighter <laughs> to this day. I have to have the the long lighters. <laughs> That's just for safe. So, That's just safe. I That's mean, just smart. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and so I watched that and I couldn't tell anybody because I would have gotten in trouble and I had nightmares for weeks. Oh I mean, God. just nightmares. And I actually met the director, Mary Lambert, <gasps> and I told her this story a few years ago and I said, you traumatized my whole life. And she looks at me and she cups my hand and she goes, you're welcome, dear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So, I mean, you know, really that kind of the, the adrenaline that I experienced while watching this movie, I have never experienced, you know, unless I was like at an amusement park and right. on a ride or something. I had never experienced that. And the fact that a film could give me this just, you know, heart attack, I mean, yeah. almost at the age of eight, I thought, what is this? And, yeah. and then I, I just kept, you know, as uh, the gate was really popular for me when I was a kid. I, I watched saw that, that a, a lot. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. yeah. <laughs> Monster Squad, you know, I, I kind of yeah. went from the heavy thing to like more to, from heavy to Wolfman's got nards. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and and I built myself back up to that point, you know, as a kid. But sure. that was really the moment that I just I, I and I still love that. I feel sorry for people who watch horror movies and they say, "Oh, it doesn't scare me. This isn't scary. No horror movie scares me because." I think that's why I watch. I want that adrenaline. You know, Do you think I, those I people that. are lying? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think yes. they are. You, you, you cowards, you're lying. You know, they're the same ones who watch, like, they say, oh, I watch Serbian film, you know, uh, <laughs> all the time, and it does nothing for me. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, okay, we get it. You're tough. Yeah, you've got a real badass over here. Yes. It's hilarious. <laughs> so... So it's so cool that you met, oh, you met her. That's, oh man, that would be amazing. Uh, especially a movie that traumatized you so hard. Yes. So, so you didn't like hold it against her, right? You, you embraced her for it. I embraced her for it. And I love that if you ever meet her, if she's not all in black, I'd be shocked because that's her thing. Like she, she's so cool and she's so just calm and quiet. And if you meet her, you will never believe that she made that movie. I mean, it, it just she she reminds you of like an author, you know, like a like an eighteenth century right. um, novelist, and the fact that she made Pet Cemetery is just amazing. It's gorgeous, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and then is that one of the first uh, female directed horror movies, uh, like yes. mainstream? Yes, you know. Um, there were tons before, but like, I mean like mainstream. Yeah. You know, you know Slumber Party Massacre comes to mind, yeah. um, but that wasn't mainstream. That I mean, right. it still really isn't. Um, but yeah, that, that yeah. was, uh, she was one of the first. Yeah. Yeah. She's incredible. Well, I'm a big fan. Um, so, so you were around eight when that happened. That's very mm-hmm. young. Uh, for <laughs> me, it was the exorcist around, I think I was like t- 10 or 11. And The Exorcist, the version you've never seen, destroyed me. <laughs> I definitely should not have seen it at that age. It was, it was so, it was like, it was insane. And it was one of those things where, like you, I had nightmares and I couldn't, I just couldn't stop thinking about it though. I couldn't mm-hmm. figure out why I was feeling what I was feeling. So instead of just being, well, I was terrified for a couple of weeks, but then I was like, I need to know why. So then I just researched it and watched it over and over and memorized it and learned everything there was to learn. And, uh, 
then I was like, oh, this is incredible. I love it. So that's kind of a similar thing for me, but you took it way farther and way cooler. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, exorcists, I mean, I think that's a really common one that a lot of people kind of cut their teeth on when they're, when they're younger and it traumatizes them. Um, I don't think I saw exorcists until I was, you know, mid teens Yeah. for some reason. So it definitely had an effect on me, but not the same right. you know, throughout childhood. Yeah. That's it really needs You really need to get it uh, at, a, at a sensitive time. <laughs> right. If you really want that trauma. Well, the fact that I had a light post, like candy corner to my house, like almost in proportion to where when you pull up to the house, you hear the music. (laughs) And my bedroom was on the front corner of the house. So every night, you know, I get this light pole and I swear it's God is my witness. There's a shadow there every time. (laughs) Father Marin. Exactly. Chris, what movie was it that did it to you? The the whole story. I would have to say Jaws. Jaws was the first movie that I had seen. I was really little. And even though I, my early, early years, I grew up in the seventies. So we went as, and, and, and like, uh, let's say we just watched whatever, you know, we all went to the movie theater when Jaws came out. Right. So, you know, I'm the youngest of five and, you know, I was only probably a couple years old. <laughs> right. They're not going to so, not go just because you're too I mean, small. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, why, you know, you got five kids, you want, you have, you, you know, schedule that to get the hell out of the house with that many kids. You're going, it doesn't matter <laughs> what. So that whole scene where the head comes through the, the hole in the, in the, the uh, wreckage, the face oh, comes yeah. up through oh, the oh, hole yeah. in the wreckage oh, and near the beginning that didn't, you know, the whole jump scare unexpected, you know, did it for me that, you know, even at a young age, I still remember that we pretty much all piled up on, it, on top of each other at that point <laughs> <laughs> in the movie theater. So well, yeah. the thing about jaws is that it's, it can give you a real fear of a real thing. Like jaws right. could happen to you guys. Did you realize that? Jaws could happen to you. Yeah. Get it's never stopped me from going in the ocean. So, I mean, you know. Well, you're a brave man. <laughs> that or do you, not smart, either but one. Do you, but, do you, but do you, like, think about it, though? How about, you know, when you, when you look out there, you know, because where we go a lot of times, we'll go in Florida, and, and, you know, my wife's work has a condo, then we go out on the beach. I go probably a hundred plus yards out. I have that moment when I stop and I'm thinking like, okay, what's my plan of action? If I see a fin coming my way, zigzag, zigzag, you know, do I just sit there and wait and punch it in the nose and just expect to be eaten or, you know, Chris, you know, Jason Statham. <laughs> hey, you never know. Chris, have you seen the Meg? I have seen the Meg. That scene was amazing. He, he, uh, he like totally Kratos from God of War, like just oh <laughs> <yeah>. man, finishing move. <sighs> hey, you never know. Your daughter calls me a Viper. She so. calls you Viper. That's true. Chris is known yes. as Viper. And why is that? <laughs> Quick? We're still not sure. <laughs> yeah, we're still not sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, like Chris, like uh, he dropped something off in my porch, and she, I see, I hear her yelling from the other room. Viper's here. 
<laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but now you, we love horror and we've been talking about it a lot, but like, tell me about the nerd stuff. I, I didn't know you, I mean, I know you're into nerd stuff, but like, I didn't know you were a, that big on comics. Tell me yeah. about your comics. Okay, so I've actually been sorting them. Oh my gosh, I've been sorting them for the last few weeks. And uh, I mean, I, I just keep thinking, why do I have all of these? But yeah, you know, whenever I was um, a kid, I, you know, also because of my older brother would just have these things around, but right. I kind of retreated. I was very much in my head a lot. And I retreated into kind of the middle kid syndrome, probably, but mm -hmm. I retreated into my head. And so... Um, comics were a way for me to kind of, I guess, work through that a little bit. Um, but I started with X-Men. Uh, I, I had a huge thing for the Beast. I still have a crush on the Beast. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who doesn't? Right. And so, uh, but I started with X-Men and then and a lot of Marvel. Um, I wasn't really introduced to DC until I was probably in my teens. And so I didn't grow up, you know, a lot with the Batman stories and Superman. Um, but then I, once I, I found DC, I really got into DC big time because, you know, it's kind of the darker. I mean, Marvel does have some dark storylines also, but, yeah. you know, it's just between the two. I, I'm kind of drawn more towards DC. Um, but yeah, and so now I'm sitting here with more comics than I can count. I've been boarding and bagging all of them because it's long overdue right, right. and just kicking myself. And I can't believe how many cool comics I still have. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, so I've been recollecting. I, I went years without collecting comics. And then I've been, rec I've been collecting again, but I've been uh, collecting more indie um, comics lately oh, cool. because you know so many storylines are just hard to jump into without going back you know a hundred um hundred issues you know, with the, yeah. yeah and so i've been going with the limited um you know the new 52 i collected a lot of those they're brilliant um especially swamp thing but oh yeah yeah oh and aquaman aquaman had a great new 52 line um but I've been I've been doing a lot of indie, you know, also to support the indie comics sure. and comic artists and things because I've met so many and I mean they just have such great stories that need to be tell told and so sure yeah but now I'm <laughs> I I'm just trying to figure out how to store everything and <laughs> I mean I'm I'm such a nerd it's like all of my comics are next to my VHS and I'm thinking how old am I. <laughs> <laughs> what year is it? Yeah. <laughs> I I love that you still do the VHS. I was just oh. uh we, we just got a new TV and a new entertainment center and I was going through some stuff in some drawers and I found my three sealed Evil Dead One, Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness VHS tapes and just mm -hmm. melted <laughs> inside just a little. Yeah, I, I love VHS. Um I've been, you know, really into the community here in the last few years and it's kind of Oh man, it's done horrible things for my bank account because <laughs> I'm just like, oh, you know, but, but it's like you, I love to look at all of them because you, you remember going to the video store and oh you remember God. these, you know, nostalgic moments and, and plus the cover art, you just seriously get I traumatized mean, the best. or tricked by. Yeah. Oh yeah. Chopping mall. <laughs> oh my, whoa, whoa, whoa. You mean oh. rewarded by. Yeah. You watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you be careful what you say about chopping mall. Oh no, it's an all-time favorite. But that cover art is like the most deceitful cover art because the, the hands in the bag. I mean, I mean, there's like a robotic hand yeah. with fingers that, that does not exist in the film. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> but you're rewarded with Barbara Crampton. Oh, that's true. That's true. 
So, I mean, and I still love the cover art for sure, but it's just kind of funny that how many films back then you watch it and you're like, what happens on the cover? This never yeah, happened. Where's that scene? <laughs> yeah. Right. Ugh. You can't do, I mean, you can't really get away with that anymore. Not you know, as much. Actually, a lot of indie horror films are still doing that. I, you know, I, we, we review a lot of indie horror and we get a lot of posters and things like that. And a lot of times I finally actually had the conversation with a director whose film did just that their, their poster promoted an image that had nothing to do with the film. And this was last year. And I asked him, I said, what is the deal with this? And he said, well, once we submit our film and it goes to the distribution, they then get to make whatever art they want and they push that art out. And so if they think that the art will draw people in, they make that art. And he's like, this was not our original art. And it's just something that happens. It's really common. It is funny that you um, lose control of so many things after the movie. Oh yeah. So many. Yeah. Yeah. So it still happens. Um, It's probably a little, little bit less subtle than the robot hand. I guess it's true. I mean, when you're, when you're uh, like flipping through on, on Netflix or Amazon or whatever, sometimes those covers are amazing. Mm. And then you watch the thing and you go, what? <laughs> I was promised one thing. Yeah. <sighs> it's like the cinematic trailers for a game and then you play it and you're like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and sometimes it's the other way around. Like an example comes to mind of Bioshock Infinite. The cover art for that game shows you like buff uh kind of rugged booker mm-hmm. DeWitt on the cover you know like with an american flag and big guns and stuff and it makes it look like it's going to be just this bro festival right <laughs> and and that game is totally not that right <laughs> it's very very strange but i guess they like you know they focus tests and they work it and work it and they go well this is the one that the college kids said they liked in the focus group so this yeah. is the one you got yeah <laughs> it's wild uh, so, uh, what, what were we talking about? Comics? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, as far as comics to film go, films mm-hmm. goes, how, how do I say this? Comics going to films. Uh, go. What is your, <laughs> what, do you have a favorite as far as a uh, comic book movie? That was too hard to ask. Um, you know, let me think here. I mean, of course, Batman, you know, the original Batman, or I guess 19... 19- 89 Batman. I mean, that's kind of, uh, mm, that's kind of a given, you know, that's still an all time favorite adaptation. Um, Scott Pilgrim. I thought that did it justice. Oh, ghost world. Mm, Yeah. That, that, that's, I, I loved ghost world. And when they made the movie and they cast Thora Birch, she became like (laughs) my idol, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) which is why I have green hair sometimes. (laughs) Yes. Your hair's crazy Um, by the way. Yeah, it's like dark blue, teal, green, all in a single week. But By crazy, um, I mean delightful, by the way. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> uh, right now, it's very crazy, which is why I'm glad we don't do video on the Zoom. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, there, there's definitely um, a few in there that, I mean, you know, as far as like, okay, I'll, I'll make a confession that I've never made anywhere. This is an exclusive. You ready? Oh, we got exclusive. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. I might lose followers, and I'm so sorry if I do. But um, I, I love the X-Men comics, and I grew up reading a lot of them. Sure. But I am not a big fan of that franchise. I, I've enjoyed, I think, maybe two, but they just don't do it for me. I understand I that. Know. I understand yeah. that. Uh, I think Logan is like the best. 
Oh man, yes. Yeah. Uh, Logan is probably the best. I like the first X Men movie, although it like yes. it like they weirdly made it like a a body horror film in some and ways. It did not age well. It, it really didn't. But no. but I mean, I have to say, when I was a kid, I mean, I was a little younger when that came out. Not too young, but. I, I was old enough to know what it was and I had been reading X-Men my whole life. So when that movie came out, seeing Wolverine for the first time, I think I cried in the theater, like legitimately. I, th- I, was, I couldn't believe. And when, he, when he's talking about how like the claws come out and it hurts him and I was like, oh my God, I'm seeing that. I can't believe. It was amazing. And I, I loved it as a, as a younger guy. But uh, now it's like, yeah, it doesn't exactly hold up. I, I like the first one. I loved Logan. Logan was the masterpiece. I mean, it was yeah. just, I, I would love to see, I'm kind of, I'm afraid what they would do with it, but I would like to see like the old man Logan comic series come to life because sure. yeah. uh, mainly I, I love the other characters. You know, I love to see like what's happened as they've aged and Trailer Park it's really Hulk. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, but then again, it's like, a, it's probably going to be awful. So oh, you know, maybe not. But yeah, the tone would be all wrong. It would be terrible. Yeah. We don't want that. Yeah. I think what they did was probably the best choice. I also like First Class. I like most of that movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kevin Bacon in that suit. Shut up. <laughs> uh, and um, I like uh, Fassbender. Is amazing as Magneto. Yes. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't think there could be any better casting than Ian McKellen. And then he's, he's so good. He throws that knife. I've said this so many times. He throws that knife at the Nazi and it sticks in his hand and he pulls the knife back. Oh my God. <sighs> yeah. That's probably that. my favorite, like my most favorite Magnino scene. The Inglorious Bastard scene. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where he's, and the whole time that he's still sitting there drinking the beer. Oh my God. When he does it. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Yeah. So, so that one I, works. Those are, I, I'm trying to think here. The, I think those are probably, um, I think, yeah, you know, Ghost World, um, you know, just to kind of be girly for a second too, Sabrina, you know, they did the Netflix ad- adaptation of Sabrina. I'm a big fan of the right. comics. Sure, yeah. I think a lot of people were very surprised. They were confused because um, they remember the old one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're the, like the old Melissa Joan Hart version yeah. of Sabrina. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and to see the Netflix version, you know, for because I remember a lot of people on social media like she's naked with the devil, almost naked in the devil with the woods, <laughs> citing the book of the beast, and it's like, <laughs> yes, like you're like and yeah, yeah like it is so satanic. Because you never read it. Yeah, I was really right. happy to see that version come to Netflix, and you know, I have some issues with the characters a little bit, but um, overall, I love the series, and I think it. I've been actually uh, wanting to reread the the comics, but I've been putting that off. <laughs> it's pretty amazing yeah. to get even as close as we got, to be honest. Right, it, that doesn't normally happen, as you guys know. No, no, oh, and I, yeah. I just think it's brilliant. Almost it. never happens. I was uh, recently. Uh, wounded deeply by the Hellboy. <sighs> you know, I haven't seen the new one. Well, we covered it a lot, well, but I didn't watch you, it. You're not missing much. Well, yeah, you're missing frustration, anger. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just confusion. Oh, there's so many things wrong with it. I like David Harbour's look, and I like him as Hellboy. I mean, he's no yeah. Ron Perlman, because there is only one Ron Perlman, but if you were going to recast him, like I think, to be honest, like he makes sense. Mm-hmm. But that movie, oh, I'm just, I'm just, just wounded. 
Yeah, it just seemed like it was just some kind of mechanism to put random heavy metal music in action scenes. It's not even good heavy metal music. It's no. generic sounding. It's garbage. <laughs> right. It's. Uh, I don't get me don't get me started because I will just be mad all day. I we've brought this up. About, I'm we've sorry. talked about it in nauseam. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's how you, you don't know, do it. I'll say another one that I really like that has people kind of defi- divided, and I don't understand why, but I love Man of Steel. I loved it. I like and, Man of Steel as well. I, I, I yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I don't really understand the hate for that because I think that was a really good Superman. Superman kills somebody. He would never kill somebody. You know, I'm a big super. Actually, I have a huge um, Superman uh, poster above my computer right now that I'm looking at. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, that's signed by, you know, that I love Superman in Exile, that cover uh, signed by the, the artist when I met him. But um, I love Superman and people think he's a very boring character and they expect him to be more like Captain America. He's right. not. Like, no. he. No, he's not. I mean, so, you know, people don't really know the, you know, they know the the early Superman movies. And I think that's kind of, they're only like this good old American, by the way, he's an alien. He's not American. Yeah. But like this good old American boy. No, you know, I, I think and, he's American. I think he would say he's American, right? Or at least he would have then. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he's technically, I mean, he's an alien, but, right. I, but you know, they, they just expect him to be this Captain America type right. character. And he's really not. It's so. easy to get him wrong. It's easy to look at him and go, eh. Yes. What's interesting about that? He can't. He can't kill him. He's just. He's just stronger than everyone. He's got heat vision. This is stupid. Just throw some kryptonite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly yeah. right. But no, they. You can make him interesting. Uh, one of my favorite ones is. Uh, have you read whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow? I haven't. That's um. Oh God, what's his name? Uh, Alan Moore. Yeah, I love Alan Moore. Uh, he. It's. It's. It's where Superman has been poisoned by this Kryptonian plant. And he's he's ba- he's wandering the country, just dying. And uh, there's nothing. I mean, he, there's nothing that can be done. Uh, and he. Uh, well, and what? isn't that what they um, didn't they make that into an animated version? Not that I know of. Uh, if they, they did, I'd like have. to see it. Yeah, I think to a degree they use that storyline a little bit. Um, was it Superman All Star? Starring but Smash I know Mouth? that he died. No, <laughs> I, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but I, I'm almost positive. I've seen it only like once. Well, and he's poisoned it's, it's and an he's, animated version. he's wandering the country and he, he, he ends up in the swamp and guess who's there? The swamp thing. The swamp thing. And the swamp thing might be able to help him. But that's all I'll say because uh, it's worth reading. I actually just wrote it down. So I'm going to. I think you'll quite like yeah. it if, if you're a Superman it. fan. It's one of my favorites. I'm going to read it. Yeah, that's cool. Definitely. Now Especially I want to, yeah, yeah. I want to ask with you being like fan of Swamp Thing in DC. Now, did you read the Vertigo line back in the day when it was in at its height? Unfortunately, you know, I I did. So I have quite a few, um, but I've missed a lot of issues. And you know, again, it's kind of like there's so many comic collections that I just realized I'm like missing so many issues that I need to get caught up on. But, um, but so I have, I, I read some of the vertigo um, and uh, I actually have a, um, a volume that I need to get through as well. But Okay. Yeah. I think Hellblazer and Sandman are some of the best, like in that early nineties and then the, those game and, 
and and the art is phenomenal. You're you know, we talked about we talked about like cover art and stuff. Some of the art of those those you know, I I would kind of deem in the comic, you know, horror type comics. Sure. You know, it's some of the most phenomenal art in that early '90s in those books. It's so unique to that time period. Yeah, and and speaking of which, you know, next month comes out the Sandman audio book. Yeah. Very Which excited. I already have pre-ordered. Pre-order. Yeah, I yeah I've already that. got a pre-ordered. Yeah, and I mean I, it's I got huge like stars and doing voices. Yeah, and and all the casting is like kind of perfect. Yeah, I mean James McAvoy, Michael Sheen, Taron yeah. Egerton. Totally. Yeah. I hear a cat freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we talked about Pet Cemetery. There you go. Oh God. <laughs> I was worried about mine because every time I talk, that's the only time that she thinks she has to like come over here and like, you know, <laughs> try to like climb up my leg, like meow, meow. And so I was like, oh man, please don't. <laughs> <sighs> What's the cat's name? Is it Church? Yes. Yes. I know my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Church. Kind of. So I want to ask you some more horror things, if that's okay. Uh, sure. Because, uh, yeah, that's that's your thing, or one of them. Um, <laughs> I there's a lot of good horror happening right now. Um, what stuff? Well, what recent stuff should people be watching? What stuff are you looking forward to? What What's out there? You know, I I'm kind of late to this game, so I'm just gonna. A lot of people listening may have already seen this, but I just watched for the first time the uh, Happy Death Day. Oh, it's so good. Oh, yes. Yeah, I watched the first two because they're they're coming out with, well, part three is getting teased. There's yes. nothing substantial there yet. I, I'm not really, after seeing the first two, I'm not really sure how they'll do a part three, but after Jason Blum started teasing uh, the third one and we wrote that news up here recently, yeah. I was like, okay, I have to finally see these. And the first one, oh my gosh, Delightful. Tree is such a great character. And I feel like that's kind of, she's kind of under the radar a little bit, so... Absolutely. And she's so good in the role. She is. Oh, she, she's so great. So yeah. And that's my 14 year old daughter's favorite movie so far. Oh, you know, so she's just kind of really getting into horror movies and we watch some, some classic stuff, but like the, the two of those movies are like her favorite right now. So they're just kind of these fun, like, you know, you don't have to really think, but they're still, it's just really good. It, you know, the second yeah. one is it, pretty pretty out there with all the technology and stuff, but at the same time, it, it goes really well with part one. And I don't know what they're going to do with part three, so I'm really curious <laughs> about that now, especially. But um, Chris, Chris, you haven't made her watch Taste the Blood of Dracula from 1970? <laughs> no, 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 no. Come we on. We haven't done that far yet. <laughs> We're, We're working up to that. We're working, we are working up to that. Okay, Every so. child's favorite title. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think Happy Death Day is such a good choice. Yeah. I really hope if people haven't seen it, I, especially the first one, they're both good. But uh, mm-hmm. man, those are that's a really fun movie. Yeah. You know, the other movie I, I really want to mention um, is Sweetheart. It's also about, by Blumhouse, um, mm-hmm. but it's Sweetheart. And we reviewed this one at a film festival, but now it's on Netflix. And I mean, I was just wowed by the main performance and what's really cool about sweethearts i don't really want to go too far into the story um because 
it kind of would give it away, I guess, the the shock element. But right. it's about a woman, and you literally just start the movie of her washing up on a deserted island, and she is there all by herself. And we have it, it's kind of like uncovering what's happened to her and why she's there, and she's not exactly alone there. And the thing that she has to battle against, I. I just loved so much. And it's something that is pretty original. I haven't seen before, um, especially in a more modern horror film. So okay. that's one that I would highly recommend. I've almost watched it a bunch surprise. of times, actually. Like I, mm-hmm. I've almost clicked on it. I've read the description. I watched the trailer and I was like, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Now hearing that description, I definitely will have pull the trigger. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my reviewer, he gave it a five out of five and I was like, Oh wow. man, like that's, you know, usually we don't really go that high and I watched it. I'm like, this is, this is good. <laughs> I loved it. So <laughs> I would highly recommend that one. Sweethearts, right? Sweethearts. Sweethearts. Sweetheart. Okay, okay. cool. <laughs> well, I definitely got to check that out. Yeah. And I will make it known what my thoughts were. It really seems that the Blumhouse studios are really starting to bring good horror back. Mm-hmm. Oh, Blumhouse is killing it. Everyone I knows mean, that. Well, and then the new one that comes out this week is that Kevin Bacon one on demand. That mm-hmm. you should have left. Yeah. Is that not from the director of uh, Story of Echoes? I'm not sure. I haven't really seen any, any, you know, I haven't looked up too much. I've, I've seen a couple of previews and stuff of it, but... Uh, it looks really, really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does. You know, the other studio that I really have to give props to is IFC. I think IFC, you know, they, they were kind of hit and miss there for a few years. And I think here recently, IFC, Midnight, Midnight Releasing, and that, which is like their horror subset. Right. Um, but then IFC Films, they have really been bringing some good films. And I just watched um, Our House which is also on Netflix and well, that came out in, yeah, that came out in 2018 and the horror was really good, but I was really impressed by the character development. That right. movie had better character development than a lot of recent horror films that I've seen. Right. Um, but I've really enjoyed their, their lineup lately too. I'm, I am happy to see that logo pop up at the beginning for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was the other, what was the one we were just talking about? Oh, the Kevin Bacon one. Yeah. Kind of looks like a, like a sinister slash, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It looks good. I, I'm interested in that one. I, I I really like Kevin Bacon, so that's 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 two thumbs up for me. <laughs> just just for having <laughs> Kevin Bacon. So. I I just pulled up the press release because I've I've had a lot of these press releases uh, hit my inbox for this one, and um, I was trying to see the the director. Um, Let's see. I don't see anything. Oh, you know what? It is. It's the same director as Stir of Echoes. That's great. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm a huge fan of that movie. And it's based on a novel, um, a German novel. Oh, cool. So, oh. yeah. What are your thoughts on Stir of Echoes? I love Stir of Echoes. Oh, yeah. Scared the <laughs> heck out of me. Seriously. <laughs> the when heck he, out of me. Well, you can say. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, the hell out of me. You want to say <laughs> shit? Go ahead, have a shit. Yeah, we put the e, we put the e on our podcast because you never know what's coming out of our mouth. So. Yeah, I like to save the swears for when I really need them. <laughs> yes, so, uh, I I'm a big fan, and I I mean, but I love Richard Matheson. I have all of his books on my yeah. shelf, and I just I love him, and I think that's a really good adaptation. Yeah, so. absolutely. 
Okay. Well, Chris, anything else you want to ask horror wise or nerd wise, comic wise before no, we get into I our think, feature? I, I think we've kind of covered, you know, the basics, you know, we're here to do a little thing with horror movies. So I think we should jump right into it. Okay. So we thought it would be fun to program a summer, uh, triple feature like 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 a drive-in triple feature of horror movies like you'd go over the weekend and like just stay there for six hours and watch these three movies and just like have the best time right uh and this is uh we we just thought it would be really fun to see what the picks would be how you would uh you know what you would pick what order you'd put them in that kind of thing uh it's all important so i'm very interested to see what uh, people are going to go for i've changed my list three times since we've been talking, by the way. <laughs> I keep changing mine last night. Yeah. Um, and I kept thinking about fun, like double features I've been in and, you know, and, and stuff. So to kind of get inspired. And so I went with a theme because sure. I really like theme. Um, features. Well, do you want to go first and talk about yours? I can. Go ahead. Sure. Okay. So the, the final theme that I settled on uh, is 80s Zomcoms. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so the first film that I would show is from right here in Texas. Uh, it was made here in Texas. One of the best B horror films made here in Texas, in my opinion. Um, but that's Bloodsuckers from Outer Space. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. I actually have the Blu-ray from Vinegar Syndrome on oh, the way. And awesome. I cannot wait. I only have it on VHS right now. Um, so I'm really excited to get that Blu-ray. That's but. awesome. But yes, uh, if you haven't seen that, it so it, it takes place here in Texas. It was also filmed here in Texas, and it uh, there's like this energy, like like a force field that lands in the middle of uh, this land, and it all of these Texas um, ranchers and farmhands and things like that, and like these small town people start turning into these zombies, and it kind of like you know Return of the Living Dead. There's a lot of of um, there's a lot of uh, similarities there, but the president is going to essentially nuke this entire place <laughs> to get rid of the zombies. So this couple who just met and they they literally hit it off immediately. Gosh. <laughs> um, <laughs> they they have to make their way out uh, while staying alive so that they can you know not be in in path of the nuke. Sure. So. But it's really fun. Um, the The quality is really low, but I think that that's what makes it so good because while the production quality is really low, everything else is really great. And the effects are so cheesy and over the top and gory. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just in love with this movie. So that would be the first one. I think that really kind of gets you in the mood. Um, <laughs> the second one, because that one is so similar to Return of the Living Dead, which is also on my list, in between, I'm going to put Night of be. the Creeps. Oh, oh I yes. love Night of the Creeps so much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Real and so I think that that kind of piggybacks off of, you know, like the slugs coming out of the mouth and then, you know, the, the headshots and things like that. Oh, I think yeah. it kind of piggybacks well off. And then you go to better, you know, production as well. So, um, and of course, Tom Atkins. You Tom Atkins. Yeah. Not have Tom Atkins. First so. and foremost, <laughs> Tom Atkins. Yes. <laughs> so, and then, uh, like I said, the, the last would be Return of the Living Dead. And it's kind of, you know, it takes that bloodsuckers um, uh, storyline and just amps it way up and gives you one of the best soundtracks in horror history. And 
and just, you know, ends with the bang, literally. Uh, <laughs> <a> bang. <laughs> so that's a super that fun triple feature. I would go see yeah. that. I would definitely go see that. Oh, that's that's super fun. Do, do you have like a name for your triple feature? <laughs> Zomcom something? Zomcom something. <laughs> Zomcom something. I don't know that. I can't. I'm not that that witty. All right. Neither um, am I. <laughs> but yeah, so that that's those are the movies I would actually just sit here and watch right now. So And you could I mean people could do these at home and I would encourage mm-hmm. you to do them. Uh, we would like to hear about it if you do. Um, sure. All right, I'll, I guess I'll go next unless Chris, you got to go next. No, no, I don't care. Go for it. Thank you so much. Uh, I know you're you're chomping at the bit. Yes. So my list has changed so many times. The first thing I thought I was like, oh, the drive-in. I, I would want to show like classic ones, right? So like you know, like Jaws and uh, you know, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and Poltergeist and that kind of thing. But then I was like, uh, the drive-in is kind of also like a little dirtier, you know, there's, there's kids going there to make out. There's uh, there's all kinds of stuff going on. And uh, maybe, I don't know if those, if those classics, I'm sure they'd be great at the drive-in, but I, I just wanted like a, a different vibe. Right. So um, my, my whole theme is like uh, teenagers uh, having a bad time. So uh, the first movie I would put on for sure is night of the demons. Uh, I don't know if people, I don't know if Chris, have you seen Night of the Demons? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. That, another one. Favorite. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I go back and watch that probably a couple times a year. That's one that the, uh, the cover art uh, scared me very bad. Uh, <laughs> so Night of the Demons, which, you know, is a bunch of teenagers going and uh, getting into some trouble and then uh, having a bad time. Uh, that would be the first one. And I think like a lot of people know that movie, but I think the whole like, new generation who hasn't seen it, uh, I think they would probably have fun with it. So, mm-hmm. and then from that, we're going to go right into Pumpkinhead, which is yes. another, nice. another just all timer for me. I love the creature effects. I love the, the, just the feel of that movie, the look of that movie. Um, you know, just, there's so many things to love about Pumpkinhead. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but at, at the end of it, it really is just like some teenagers uh, being hunted by this demon. Right. Uh, and then, after that, we're going to go straight into the, the final, the grand finale, the uh, Evil Dead remake. I want to show the remake, oh. not the original and not Evil Dead 2. I want to show the remake because it is a little bit more brutal. It's a little meaner. Uh, and I think like it's kind of, it's got those crowd-pleasing kind of uh, gore effects and moments that I think people will want to see. Like, you know, it's late in the night. People are, you know, they've just sat through Pumpkinhead night of the demons and they want to see something a little bit crazier i think evil dead is like your reward for sitting through those other two you know so i'm i think that's uh that's mine and it's the teenagers having a bad time uh triple feature so <laughs> i like that's, that that's, that's what an I would interesting choice i didn't see that one coming <laughs> no. imagine that lipstick scene oh up on God. a huge I, screen <laughs> that's what i'm talking about <laughs> Please. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Somebody make this happen. I mean, we have a drive-in in our town. We do, yeah. Uh, if we could just get them to be cool. Right. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Listen. Mine is Fear in the Lou. There's there's a St. Louis connection to all of I these I thought you movies. were talking about, like, the bathroom, like the British no, slang. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, I guess some of these could be that way. We've had a bit um, of Fear in the Lou. <laughs> 
Um, I'm going to start off with Slither. Oh, yes. Another one of the, yeah. the yes. I mean, that's, and that's a good start off. James Gunn, you know, St. Louis native. Uh, love the acting. Nathan Fillion is one of my favorite actors. He's a delight. Anytime he's on the screen, he's just a delight. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's right up there with Bruce Campbell when it comes to, you know, anything he's in. Careful now. He's close. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I've, I've met them both. Okay. Uh, my next one, kind of the in-between buffer, is going to go way back old school. Vincent Price, House of Wax, the 1953 version. Oh. Mm-hmm. That was one of the first horror movies I saw at home. Because if you remember, Dustin, like um, Channel 11 on Saturday night, like at midnight, they always had that that horror drive-in show, you know, and they'd play like really, really old horror oh, yeah. movies. Oh, yeah. So that was one of the very first ones that I can remember sitting down to watch. Uh, as an added bonus, that has Charles Bronson. Yes. Yes, it does. And then to, to top it off... You know my, my pinnacle of horror movie is the, the original Exorcist. Yes. So, you know, when it's almost midnight at the drive-in, you're throwing the Exorcist at, at, at people on that. You're dumping so. pea green soup on people's cars. <laughs> exactly. I, you know, I would love to be like the old, uh, what do they do in the 50s, the, uh, the, the movie theater you know, oh, all that stuff the, when they would yeah. they would have things in the theater or smells or it, yeah, you had to sign a waiver to see the movie because you might have a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be awesome. The Tingler and the Exorcist. Yeah, <laughs> I, I so. worry about the Exorcist on, on at the drive-in because at the drive-in people are screwing around, they're not paying attention. You're in your cars, you're whatever. People are talking, drinking, whatever. I think the drive, the, the exorcist like demands your full attention. And I don't know if you you could give your full attention at the drive-in or at least it would be tough. I mean, I would definitely go to see it there. I mean, no question. Right, Maybe right. I'm wrong, but that's the, the why, the reason I picked why, God, what happened to my words? The reason I picked the movies I picked. <laughs> Are you having was, a stroke? Do I, need I to don't know. I didn't get a lot of sleep last night because we got this new dog and he, 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 he I had to take him out late and we, he got up pretty early I didn't go back to sleep, and I'm, I'm running on fumes. Like having a newborn. <laughs> yes, it <laughs> really, really is. Mm-hmm. So but I, my worry with The Exorcist would be that it's, people would have a hard time paying attention to that or, or being engaged because that is a nuanced movie, you know. Am I crazy yeah, I, for thinking I can, this? No, I can get that, but I just think that at a certain point, everybody's eyes would be locked on. I mean, in the beginning, it's very nuanced and very – like step building, but oh, once you, is that a joke? Once you, <laughs> well, you know, um, after you get to kind of that point, you know, it really is just a constant. You're going downhill on a roller coaster. <laughs> There's no up and down. It's just, you know, so. Well, I, I think it would work for sure. I would just worry about the the teens, I guess. But whatever, they don't count. They don't. I mean, I, just, I think with teens, you know, if if uh, <laughs> they're they're together and it doesn't really matter what's playing, if they're together and alone in a car, right? <laughs> right. You know, I mean, I don't know why I'm so worried times. about the teens. We get right, I, of course. <laughs> you really want them to see the horror and I, not that's what it each is. other. <laughs> yes, 
eyes forward. I mean, it's, it's such a dad thing now, I'm right? Talking, <laughs> yes, I can't help it. I can't help it. I think, I think probably Melissa's would probably be the most. Well, I think yours is very fun. I think I, I might have the most fun at yours, to be honest. Yeah. Because I haven't seen the first movie. And then the other two are absolute classics that are very crowd-pleasing, you know, ridiculous movies. Right. Yeah, I think. Uh, by the way, have y'all seen Bloodsuckers from Outer from I haven't, Space? No, I haven't seen it. No, no. Yeah, oh, that's. Man. I wrote it down. So please. It's actually uh, debuted in nineteen eighty-four at uh, Joe Bob Briggs. He had a drive-in uh, movie film festival. And that's actually where it debuted. So I love Joe Bob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, anything else about triple features? Um, I was actually just gonna, if I could ask, like, have y'all been to a really fun, even not even at the drive-in, but just that you know, Alamo does a lot of fun stuff in different theaters, but like oh, sure. a fun like double or triple feature. Oh yeah, I've done lots of those. Uh, those are yeah. those what was are your super favorite? Fun. You're gonna think I'm a nerd if I tell you. We already do. Okay, was, well, <laughs> I went to I went to a Roger Moore James Bond double feature. Uh, a, like, you see, you're laughing at me. It wasn't horror, and it, but I, I, it was so special, and it was right when Roger had died. Doesn't have it was, to be horror. It was so special to me. It, uh, oh my god! I'm a James Bond fan. I I love them all. I Are have you? Them all. Who's your Bond? Uh, not Roger Moore. <laughs> well, who's your Bond then? <laughs> I'm a Sean girl. There's yes! nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I, I do appreciate Roger Moore. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I just had to clarify that. After that was that one of my answer, favorites. Melissa, I like you even more. <laughs> I also went to a really fun showing of Army of Darkness at a, uh, in St. Louis. That was super oh. good. It was like really late at night and it was just, it was wild. What theater was it at? Uh, I don't was remember. It, the Tivoli? <laughs> it was like 10 years ago. Oh. Uh, I don't remember. It might have been the Tivoli. I say they have a lot of, because, I mean, you know, every all the the stage performance and stuff with Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, yeah. I've been to the Tivoli before with that. That is just a blast to watch. They do the room there with Tommy <laughs> yeah. Wiseau. Yeah. I've never up. seen that. I what? Know I know. I know. Come on. I need. I know. I, it's on YouTube. I think for free. I need to watch it. Yeah, you really yeah. should. I mean, you know, I know of the legacy and the you know the quotes and you the scenes and things. But sit down with a couple it. beverages and just <laughs> get a couple friends over and just sit down yeah. and have the best time you've ever had with a movie. I can do that. You really will. Yeah. It's it's baffling. It is. You'll be crying. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, and, I, and, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was gonna say I think I think one of the funnest uh, double features that I've been to <laughs> was actually at Alamo, and they did uh, Muppets Take Manhattan, oh my and God. then Jason Takes Manhattan. <laughs> 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 and I and I'm a huge. If you follow me on social media, you are going to see. A lot, and and Dustin, I'm sure you can confirm this. You're going to see a lot of horror, but you're going to see a lot of Jim Henson. Yes, I share Jim Henson. I love Jim Henson. I love the Muppets. Um, I love Kermit. I love all of these things. So I have these, you know, 
two drastic sides here. But so for that double feature, it was perfect. It was my perfect night. It just felt like once it got to Jason takes Manhattan and we're in Manhattan, I just thought I need this to end. (laughs) I mean, it got to a point where I'm like, oh my God, like this movie feels six hours long right now. He's like morphing in toxic sewage. What's happening? Bad. So bad, but it's, it's good. But it's bad. Let me some Kane Hodder though. You know, the last movie though I saw in a theater before lockdown was the remake of the blob. And, um, that was a great movie to go out on, I guess, I if I can't go that. back to the movies right now. But. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun one. The last yeah, movie I saw back. was Invisible Man. Oh, so good. Yeah, I really loved <laughs> it. Yeah. So good. Absolutely. Now, well, I, gonna, a, uh, oh, I go was going to say, I was going to ask Melissa, now you're a huge Jim Hansen fan. We talked about this, Dustin and I did a couple of episodes ago. Uh, comics, they have a line of Jim Henson horror. Mm hmm that are really interesting jim what is it called jim henson storytellers ghosts yes you know i haven't i haven't read any of those i need to yeah and they go to like the classic like international ghost stories from different countries and the art is great i think the art is really good so just another jim henson yeah definitely yeah well, uh, well, well, let's talk about those social medias. Would you, do you want to hand, hand those out so people can follow? Sure. Um, I am on everything except for Snapchat. <laughs> I hate that app, but I'm on everything else. <laughs> um, so our, uh, our page is under Horror Geek Life, and then I'm under Horror Geek Mel. Um, I have a, a, a page on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and both. And so if you... You know, if you follow my personal, it very much is my my personal where I kind of uh, get to say whatever I want. So there's more my screen. Yeah, I you know lots of selfies and and <laughs> just dumb stuff. So, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I I'm on there horror geek life and then horror geek mel, and I'm on Rotten Tomatoes as well. Um, if you ever want to read any of my reviews, they go up on Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm not one of those Rotten Tomatoes critics. I promise. I am very much down to earth. <laughs> I'm not one that you'll hate, but and confirm. hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so. And uh, like, yeah, like I said at the beginning, the site is so fun and the articles are good. And I loved, I know we kind of talked about it before, not, not on here, but the, the Twilight Zone, your Twilight Zone uh, article was, was pretty cool. Oh, that thank you. Yeah, I'm a big Twilight Zone fan. And uh, that was awesome. I did see some things that I didn't know. Well, so good. That, I'm actually writing, uh, we, we do these, these lists, uh, which you're referring to is uh, 10 things you may not know about. And then we put out a popular movie because sometimes you don't know these things. Sometimes you might, but um, so we've done a lot of these, of these different articles. I'm actually working on a Jaws one right now, which is Ooh. really hard Ooh. because it's a movie that people have studied for 45 years. Right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like pushing myself. Uh, but Twilight Zone uh, was one too. That I, I actually, I, I had two drafts of it. And the first draft was so unbelievably boring and nerdy that nobody would want to read it. <laughs> like, it's interesting to me, but I, I read it through and I thought, this, people, no, <laughs> I can't put this out there. I had to liven it up a little bit, not go into like, you know, this is based on this popular poetry and here's the poem. Oh God, and, yeah. oh. You know, it was really nerdy. <laughs> so, 
but with Jaws, I I'm pushing because I just reviewed the uh, the 45th anniversary um, Blu-ray that came out, right? Uh, for Universal, which and, I'm gonna get. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh yeah. Oh my God, it's beautiful. Um, and it comes with a nice booklet. The features are great. It actually has a film within the film. It has a full <laughs> feature documentary about the making of Jaws uh, within the special features. But um, yeah, so I started writing this list, and I'm like, oh man, this is hard. <laughs> So hopefully I, I can bring something new to the table. We'll see. I look forward to it. Well, you can read that and tons of other great stuff on the website, which is horrorgeeklife.com. Thank you. And thank you all again for promoting the site. And I, I love that we have so much in common between. Why wouldn't we? We love outlets, it. So. We love it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Just get it in your rotation. It's like when I go on, like when I go on for the day on, on the old internet, I just click on like, here's the news and here's this and here's that. And then, you know, put it, just, just remember to go there, check it out. You'll and we do rewarded. have a newsletter now. I, I send out a newsletter and it, and all it does, we're very non-spammy. Um, all it does is just, you know, recap kind of the, the latest um, news. And I send that out um, every Tuesday. So, Perfect. and we have some giveaways coming up that I'll be oh. pushing out as well. Hmm, I have a couple right. of really fun giveaways. So look out for those. Oh yeah. <laughs> And we, okay, so for us, it's, what is it, at Geek Sinks on Twitter. At Geek Sinks on Twitter. Eventually, uh, people will maybe follow that. <laughs> what is so few. hard? It is. If you're not angry all the time, nobody follows you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> our, our Facebook, our Facebook is like 42,000. Our Twitter's like 3,000. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> But oh, so we also have a Facebook. There's not yeah. much going on, but help us get stuff going on, please. Yeah. Uh, uh, nerds, geeks in the kitchen sink on Facebook. Uh, we're also on Instagram. The same thing. Nerds, geeks in the kitchen sink. Uh, you can email us at nerdsgeeksinks at gmail dot com. Yeah, you can and you should. Yeah, just Absolutely. send whatever. Send anything you want. <laughs> Uh, I'm and signing I, I just, you up for my newsletter right now. Okay, do it. <laughs> I dare you. Go for it. Um, and I just, real quick, I do have a new record out. It's like synthwave metal stuff. Uh, you can find it on dcraft.bandcamp.com. Uh, it's d-k-r-e-f-f-t.bandcamp.com. Uh, and you can, it's free if you want to hear some Dracula synth stuff. I don't know. It's, it's fine. <laughs> I hope people it's, check it out. It's very it's good. Fun. It's good. It shouldn't be checked out. Thank you. Yeah, I've been share. I shared it a few times. I shared the music video. Um, oh, have you? <laughs> it, it was very good. So yeah, Aww. I shared that out, and it's from one of my favorite movie scenes. So yes. Oh yeah, <laughs> you get it. <laughs> I think we did it. Just thank you for having me on. You know, uh, I'm so glad you came. I just yeah. finished Control. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, we should have talked about that. It's way too late now. <laughs> it is now. Yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll talk that. about it next we'll, time. We'll, that'll be a teaser for next time. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to edit all this out anyway, so don't worry. About I know. It. <laughs> <laughs> It'll sound real slick when you hear it. Right, right, right. All right. Well, I, I, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, please check out uh, check out the site and ch- just just do the follows and just do the support thing, please. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will talk to you guys next time. 